The voice was quiet, smiling. Is that Miss Clarvo? Yes. You know who this is? No. A friend. I have a great many friends, Miss Clarvo lied. In the mirror above the telephone stand, she saw her mouth repeating the lie, enjoying it, and she saw her head nod in quick affirmation. This lie is true, yes. This is a very true lie. Only her eyes refused to be convinced. Embarrassed, they blinked and glanced away. We haven't seen each other for a long time, the girl's voice said. But I've kept track of you, this way and that. I have a crystal ball. I beg your pardon? A crystal ball that you look into the future with. I've got one. All my old friends pop up in it once in a while. Tonight, it was you. Me? Helen Clarvo turned back to the mirror. It was round, like a crystal ball, and her face popped up in it, an old friend, familiar but unloved. The mouth thin and tight, as if there were nothing but a ridge of bone under the skin. The light brown hair clipped short like a man's, revealing ears that always had a tinge of mauve, as if they were forever cold. The lashes and brows so pale that the eyes themselves looked naked and afraid. An old friend in a crystal ball. She said carefully, Who is this, please? Evelyn. Remember? Evelyn Merrick. Oh, yes. You remember now? Yes. It was another lie, easier than the first. The name meant nothing to her. It was only a sound, and she could not separate or identify it any more than she could separate the noise of one car from another in the roar of traffic from the boulevard three floors down. They all sounded alike, Fords and Austins and Cadillacs and Evelyn Merrick. You still there, Miss Clarvo? Yes. I heard your old man died. Yes. I heard he left you a lot of money. That's my business. Money is a great responsibility. I might be able to help you. Thank you. I don't require any help. You may soon. Then I shall deal with the problem myself, without the help from any stranger. Stranger? There was a rasp of annoyance in the repetition. You said you remembered me. I was merely trying to be polite. Polite. Always the lady, eh, Clarvo? Or pretending to be. Well, one of these days you'll remember me with a bang. One of these days I'll be famous. My body will be in every art museum in the country. Everyone will get a chance to admire me. Does that make you jealous, Clarvo? I think you're mad. Mad? Oh, no, I'm not the one who's mad. It's you, Clarvo. You're the one who can't remember. And I know why you can't remember. Because you're jealous of me. You're so jealous you've blacked me out. That's not true, Miss Clarvo said shrilly. I don't know you. I've never heard of you. 
You're making a mistake. I don't make mistakes. What you need, Clarvo, is a crystal ball, so you could remember your old friends. Maybe I should send you mine. Then you could see yourself in it, too. Would you like that? Or would you be afraid? You've always been such a coward. My crystal ball might scare you out of your poor little wits. I have it right here with me. Shall I tell you what I see? No, stop this. I see you, Clarvo. No! Your face is right in front of me, real bright and clear. But there's something wrong with it. Ah, I see now. You've been in an accident. You are mutilated. Your forehead is slashed open. Your mouth is bleeding. Blood, blood all over, blood all over. Miss Clarvo's arm reached out and swept the telephone off the stand. It lay on its side on the floor, unbroken, purring.